Have you ever wondered what goes on in another person's mind? Like what sincerely goes on in another person's mind? What do they think? How do they feel? How do they see the world? How do they go about their day-to-day experiences? Is it a lot for them to bear or too much for them to bear or just right? Now I like to think that my mind is one of the most colorful places that you could be honestly and I may be biased in saying this if I do this myself but I tend to see the world from a very very different view now y'all may be wondering why are we talking about my mind today what has got to do with today's episode I think you guys will see in a just a bit of a time but um, before we go into today's episode matter, I want you to take some time, just a couple of seconds, as we always do, to reflect on this. Seeing the world from another person's purview, how how that look like? Literally putting yourself into someone else's shoes, how would that feel like? I could tell you this for sure, that it will change so much about how you see the world. It would because when you start to see the world from somebody else's lens you realize the things that you wouldn't immediately see from your side now this is not one of those lectures on equality and like oh no this is a pause and consider moment it's a salam moment like pause and think about it but before we Whilst you do that, I want to welcome you to today's episode of the Zoe Life Podcast, also known as the Life of the Kingdom of the Zoe Life Podcast. Now today, what brought all those ramblings about watching the world from another view? I decided to take a walk today to the park and I set up the mat and it was a lovely view. It was amazing. Up on a hill and it's just overlooking the town. And even as I lay on my mat, even as I made the walk up to where I was going to put my mat up, I started to feel, it was like, it's a whole like forest kind of vibe. It was like a forest kind of vibe. It's like you're passing through bushes and trees and it's all very interesting. And as I was passing through this place, my mind wandered into contemplation contemplation about how the garden actually feels like and even about this I'll not going to get ahead of myself even as I was saying this right now there's something else that came to mind but I'm going to build you guys up to it so I was walking through it the forest and I actually missed the turn at the place where I was supposed to go initially. I went around, went somewhere else, was lying there, was content, perfectly okay, and then had to come back, turn around, and walk through this forest place I was telling you about. And even as I was there, I was just started speaking in tongues, and I was like thinking of like a prayer walk, and as just that one two minutes of tongues, by the time I realized I was in my contemplation that I was telling you about. And in this contemplation, it was just like very beautiful. I was drawn back to like the garden, like I said, and it was like, how did, 
how is this how it felt like to be walking when god walked in the cool of the day because even though it was very sunny it was a bit chilly and i was like is this how it feels like how did adam and eve feel when they saw god coming and everything was just like in a perfect harmony like it was just everything was just working hand in hand with each other and it was like is this how god saw the world to be in the beginning is this how he pictured it now i got to the i got back turn around and then back where i started which is the irony of the matter it was very ironic because i actually was very close to where i needed to go i just took a wrong turn and i just decided to follow my gut and i ended up at the place that i needed to be and i got up here there were a bunch of people here but i'm like okay i wanted it please that's just me but it's fine i put up my mat and i just lay down and did what i i needed to do like that was me now i decided okay this place is serene and i was just looking up in the hill down the hill sorry and it just gave a very peaceful feeling of being at one with nature now last week on the episode we were talking about through heaven's eyes and we were understanding that there's a way God sees everything. Even from the beginning, there was a way that God saw everything. How he wanted everything to look like. How he wanted everything to behave like. It was there. It was all in his master plan. All of it. And I t- t- thought about it here on the top of the mountain. I'm like, this park just, just being here just gave me the vibe of all. How did Jesus feel like on the top of the mountain? Pray the night before he was crucified. And you know, sometimes, like I was saying last week's episode, we get so occupied with the stuff around us that we don't tend to see from the perspective of how God wants us to see. We don't get to see from the lifeline or the 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 eyes of God on the matters at hand. And we forget. We do truly forget. And to us, we live our lives completely divorced from the reality that God wants us to live. Have you, I mean, have you ever been at a place where it's like, this episode is truly about musings, guys. But have you ever been at a place where everything, all the colors are just like popping out to you and you literally stop in your tracks and are like, okay, there is, has to be an intentionality behind how everything was created. Like, it's a point of realization that just hits you about God and all of his creation. And then you remember all the fact that, okay, in actuality, everything is not even up to the standard that god wanted it to be and then god said okay we had the dominion and had the ability to make it better it means so much and so last week we were talking about through heaven's eyes and this week we've been musing on the fact that there's there's much more to see and hear and know but what am i actually saying i'm saying that we have a duty not only to see and hear and feel the things around us but to remember who we are and the part we have to play in making all of this good. Now, I forgot to say something. When I got here, I said there were people here. 
But oh, what I also did, I missed out in seeing was that they had made a mess. It was a beautiful place, but people had littered on the floor. And there was this old man that came a couple of minutes later. He just gets here and he's like, he sighs and then he just goes about, he's picking up the litter. And I'm like, I was lying there already and I was like, oh my God, why didn't I even think about that? So I got up and went to help him pick up the, the litter that was on the ground. And someone be like, okay, that was not really concerning you. It could be his job. But even in hind view, I come back and think about it. And even though it may have been his job and all, it didn't really matter to me because, like, this is, like, it just sparked a thought in my brain. Like, he comes here. He's the keeper of the, the park. And he comes here and he has to pick up the trash after us. Well, after the people that need hair mess. Now, it made me realize that people are not appreciate beauty. He said something. He said that. He said it. And he was just in passing. I don't think I ever meet him again. He says. He was mumbling to himself. That people cannot appreciate beauty and just leave it at that. They have to wreck everything they see. <laughs> and it's such a sad place that man has come onto. That the very things that. And this is the parallel parallel that the very things that were given to keep in the beginning after the garden or in the garden god said take the earth dominate it subdue it make it to grow replenish the earth but now we see that we don't even appreciate and because we cannot see through god's eyes and see how god saw the earth and all that he had created as good we can't even see that we are causing chaos and so god the same person that left the garden in our hands or left the earth in our hands just like what happened to me today has actually had to come back and clean our own mess because we pray and say god god please come and help us and so he has to come back and clean up our messes and it's kind of sad isn't it that man felt that much from grace that we can't see what is right in front of us but that's where the believer comes in. We are the ones that are to be the difference. It's not something as small as actually mending the earth. Like all of creation, scripture says, is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. And it's not just the person that is entitled or says, Oh, I am or born of God. No, but the person that acts on this and makes the earth better. How do we make the earth better? Our callings, the very things that God has, has spoken to us about, the instructions. To fulfill all of these things, once we can do that, we would, in the end, be making our earth better. We definitely would. To follow God, this is just something to consider. This hasn't been a very typical episode. There's been a lot of musings and lots of things coming to me at once. You probably hear lots of the whooshing in the background. But um, I want you guys to take time, pause, and think about it. How do I make my little sports better? How do I make that little place that I am much better? So God bless you so much for listening to this episode. And once again, my name is Tiffany Zoe and this is the Zoe Life Podcast. Cheers, guys, and have a wonderful weekend.